0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is Trinity Sunday, when we ponder how God is both one and three at the same time. We could recite the Athanasian Creed to formulate it, although that might get somewhat confusing. We could think about something like water, which has three states, ice, water and steam. But that would be modalism, so it wouldn't really help. What is important, however, is the relationship between the three persons of the Trinity, rather than trying to define things too closely. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are in relationship with each other. Maybe it might be a little bit like St Paul's description of each person being part of the body of Christ, some as an arm, some as an eye, and such like. All parts being needed, except that probably wouldn't help too much either. But the parts of the Trinity are in relationship with each other, and are one. We cannot separate them. So often we can have a tendency to concentrate on one part of the Trinity at the expense of the others, God as Creator but forgetting Jesus, Jesus as Saviour but forgetting the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit renewing us but then forgetting about Jesus or God the Father. We cannot separate them, there is a oneness to them. In today's Gospel we hear Jesus charge. Go, make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. All three. Jesus' charge, go, tell people, baptise them, bring them to know God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go. The past three months, we've had a lot of going Going away from this church building, away from the physical fellowship, feeling quite isolated at times. We have realised that maybe our fellowship means we are in relationship with the rest of the fellowship, the rest of the congregation, the rest of this worshipping community. And so we have felt adrift, cut off as we think then of God being three and one, and we ponder the relationship, the connectedness of the Trinity. Maybe we need to consider the relationship, the connectedness of our church community. Throughout this time apart, we have been reminded that we are meant to be joined together. We are meant to worship together. And it hurts that we've not been able to. It's like a limb that has been missing. And if we recognise this, what does it say about how we should be church when it is possible for us to gather again together, all of us together? It is a wonderful thing there is a mass celebrated here in church this morning. But not everyone can be there. We are limited to 30 people, and so we are still separated, still apart, still hurting. But it is not just about us who have always been there. Jesus said, go, make disciples. Go, tell others, go, let other people know about God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go, bring other people into this fellowship. Don't just keep it to yourself. That is our challenge as we move out of lockdown. How do we help other people who do not yet know Jesus, who do not yet know God the Father, who do do not yet know God the Holy Spirit, to come into a greater knowledge and love of God? These acts of worship over the internet these past three months have maybe helped some people just stick a toe in the water, finding out a little bit, in a non-threatening way, fairly anonymously, about what it is to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. But how do we help them to make the next step? It is a challenge, but it is what we are called to do. Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. This was Jesus' challenge to the disciples. This is Jesus' challenge to us too. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Follow